Hey, Rudy fans, welcome back to episode 12, the season ender. It's so sad. I'm your host, Gavin Bishow. And before we get started, if you go on to ballandbishow.com, and that's ballandbishow.com, and scroll down, it's a great website, check it out. You'll see my Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up if you want a t-shirt. We have two different types of t-shirts. Hit me up. I'll show you pictures, see if I can get them out to you. Just want to start it on that. Just got them the other day. So I've already sold a couple. So they're great t-shirts. So I just want to get that out of the way. Also, shout out to RF Sports. Great sports outlet on Instagram. Just look up RRAP Sports. And it's got almost 1,300 followers. Post daily. Very, um, very good news outlet. I, I personally follow it, and it helps me get my sports news, and it's very helpful and reliable to get the biggest breaking news, analysis, reactions, anything that much to that extent. So, after that, let's get right into the A-10 tournament, URI's first game, LaSalle. URI and LaSalle kind of went back-to-back in this one, and it seemed like no one could really gain ground to the end of the half where URI ended up gaining some lead until he got, I think it was a 10 or 12 point halftime lead. It was, it was a, um, yeah, it was a 10 point halftime lead. That's where they got the space and then they flew open in the second half. They went as much as 30, ended up winning 76-57. Super Lange Vine, 25 points, 9 for 10 from the field, showing that he's not second team, he's first team, which is true. 7 for 10 from three throw, free throws. Adding on with Surreal is 19 points from Fats and 12 points from Jeff. Everyone ended up playing in the blowout game. URI, overall, shot 25 for 55, 45% from uh, the field goal stripe. Not field goal stripe, field goal percentage. And 6 for 16 from 3, 37%. 20 for 26 from free throws, very efficient. Um... Forced more turnovers, only turned the ball over nine times. Forced 12. So I think it's just really a game where LaSalle didn't shoot well. They shot seven for 30, uh, 35, 20%. So, I mean, just not the best shooting game from LaSalle. Now, move forward to URI's next game would be VCU. VCU got some uh, um, an early lead where it was around like 26-18 after a three-point jumper by Isaac's Bam. Then URI started closing the gap. Halftime got to three. And then closing even more, they tied it up, took a little lead, and they went up for the rest of the second half. Didn't get... Went down 62-61. Got a bigger lead, got a lead at 70-62. Uh, held on to the lead throughout. And URI upset VCU in the A-10 quarterfinals. Jeff Dowton, 22 points. Led Rhode Island. And Tyrese Martin at 13, he, he did really well. Dana Tate, 2 for 2 from 3, 12 points. Christian Thompson at 11. So an overall great game by the URI Rams. Shot 5 for 13 from 3, 38%. And 26 for 60 from uh, everywhere else in total, 43%. And hats off to Marcos, uh, Marcus Santos-Silva, 26 points, 22 boards. An unbelievable game by him. He kept this game uh, in reach for VCU as Mark Evans did go down 
um, with, um, I would say gruesome, but a bad injury on his knee to Achilles, I think, near Achilles. So, prayers, of course, go out to him. And VCU's deep, and this is that's one of the reasons why I think that they have a good chance of beating UCF in the NCAA tournament uh, tomorrow, I think. But we'll get into that later. And then URI's next game, St. Bonaventure, looking so hopeful, went up with a score of... It was 29-14 to 14 after a three-pointer by Tyrese Martin. And since that point, everything went downhill. They scored a total of, I think it was 22 points since that point with four minutes left in the first half. They scored 22 points the rest of the way out. Ended up losing, getting crushed. 68-51 to end New Rise season. You know, it's a sad game to watch because, you know, a team that worked that hard, you never want that to end in the way it did. They went 15, they were shooting well, playing great defense, and then it just fell apart, and they ended up losing 68-51. It was not a good game. It was a sad game to watch. 15 points for Cyril Langevine. 12 for Jeff Doughton. And that was pretty much it. Fats over 7, 3 for 14. He had a big-time slump there. So, I mean... St. Bonaventure would go on to the 8-10 championship and eventually lose by two points to St. Bonaventure. Great game uh, the whole way through. St. Bonaventure got a big lead at near the end with like two minutes left. And then St. Bonaventure clawed their way back, had a great shot in the corner for Nelson Caputo for the game winner. Didn't end up going in, but, I mean, they showed great fight, and that's what they see in the 8-10. So the 8-10, that, that, that wraps up Uriah's season at 18-15. and 15. So, I mean, a great season for Rhode Island. The way they finished, too, they beat VCU. They ended up on, a, like, a six-game win streak, which, after a five-game losing streak, really helps. Um, and so the A-10 had two bids. Of course, you have VCU and St. Louis, the champion of the A-10. And Surreal almost finished with double-double, not really. 14.7 points, 9.9 boards, so close to averaging double-double. 56 points percent from the field so I mean great stuff from him this year great uh production Jeff Dowen always leading this team you always gotta thank him as they come back next year to be um real leaders same with Fats Russell he had a lot of ups great ups a lot of downs and a lot of downs but I think he can fix that inconsistency and make it something consistent I think him um, Jeff and Cyril can lead a young te- younger team, but I think a little more experience um, through next year, which I'm excited about. And some news out of URI, of course, most of you guys probably know, Omar Silverio is a- entering his name to the NCAA transfer portal. So, of course, um, best of wishes go to him and his journey. Of course, David Cox is trying to find him the best fit for him. He averaged 1.8 points per game. But, of course, when you have a stacked uh, freshman core like you do with Martin, Harris, and Tate, you're going to get that. So, this leaves a scholarship open for URI next year. Possibly Mohamedou Diawara, I think his name is. Mohamedou Diawara. Or Jacob Topin, Obi Topin's brother. So, I mean, or get a transfer. So, yeah. And this is where I'd like to officially welcome, you know, because next time you talk, they'll be either in summer workouts or be October. Welcome 
Gregory Hammond, Mario Madding, Antoine Walker, and Mikhail Long. So they're gonna be coming part of our team and there's still something to go in the future as, you know, that empty spot and we'll see what David Cox decides to do with it. So moving on to the Power Five conferences. Um great games in the semifinals. You have Florida Auburn after Auburn beat LSU. Auburn ended up um, edging Florida. No, wait. No, Florida beat LSU. But Auburn edged Florida 65-62 after a, a great three-point bucket for Auburn. Got them to the championship. The Tennessee-Kentucky game was absolute brawl through the whole way out. Great game. T- Kentucky, uh, not Kentucky. Tennessee pulled through 82-78 and then got to the SEC championship and Auburn manhandled Tennessee 84-64. And I think that left some doubt in, you know, brackets. Everyone's like, oh, Tennessee, they're early exit. I still believe in them in my brackets. I still believe that they can make an Elite Eight run. Um, Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, I think they can lead that team throughout the NCAA tournament. So, yeah. And now we're going to move on to the Big 12 tournament where you had West Virginia make a huge run. They ended up beating um, Texas Tech and in the uh, quarterfinals, after winning against Oklahoma in the game for that, ended up playing Kansas, losing by 14, gave up a good fight. And then Iowa State beat Kansas State by four, upset them as the five seed in the Big Ten tournament, Big 12 tournament. And then Iowa State ended up beating Kansas in a good game. 78-66 in the Big 12 tournament. So Iowa State got that automatic bid with Kansas getting at-large at a four seed. Now, the Big 10 tournament. You had some other... You had a great um, final game. Not I wouldn't say the best semifinal game. You had Michigan-Minnesota, the 3 versus 7 seed. Michigan ended up slaughtering 76-49. Wisconsin ended up losing to Michigan State by 12. Michigan State had... Um, all the confidence, all the swagger through the whole game. They had control. And then that last game, Michigan-Michigan State, was a great game to watch right before Selection Sunday. 65-60, Michigan State won the Big Ten Tournament. Headed on to the Pac-12, where you had another uh, pair of great games. And you had, like, this kind of hurts me to say, but three bids in the Pac-12. Sheesh, that hurts to say it. Oh, my God. Three bids, but I guess that's what happens when they pick bad teams in the brackets. That teams like UNC Greenboro. But Colorado-Washington. Washington ended up beating Colorado 66-61 in the semifinal. Oregon ended up um, edging out Arizona State. Whoever got the playing game beat St. John's and is now playing tomorrow. 79-75, Oregon won. They play tomorrow against Wisconsin. But then Oregon manhandled Washington, 68-48. And I honestly think Washington shouldn't even get an uh, at-large bid. I know they're the one seed. They lost by 20 to Oregon. I mean, they're struggling. They lost to Cal. I don't see why they got an uh, automatic bid, uh, at-large bid. So I'm kind of salty about that. And now the ACC tournament, where you had a great game in the semifinal. You had Duke. Um... UNC, where Duke, Zion Williams had a game-winning shot. 
74-73. And, you know, Florida State upset Virginia, so uh, great games throughout on, the fri- on Friday. 69-59, and then Florida State played Duke in the championship, 3-4, and Duke ended up winning by 10, 73-63. So, yeah, a pair, um, trio of great games. And you have great games like Clemson and NC State there. You have just a great conference overall. So that covers all five Power Five conferences. So let's get into quote-unquote bracketology and look what I got in my brackets, how I'm doing right now. So a couple games finished. I'm not doing too hot. Um, I got one of my family. I picked Belmont, Maryland one. I picked Louisville, Minnesota one. And I have, I have Duke, Virginia, Gonzaga, and, you, uh, and Kentucky in this one. I believe uh, Kentucky can really upset North Carolina. And I have Auburn, actually, in a couple of my brackets, going to the Elite Eight. Big time, a stretch. And I also have a team like Iowa State crush Ohio State tomorrow, I feel, and then beat Houston, the third seed. So that's just what I think going into um, these couple weeks. Another thing is, I think I have Florida going to the Elite Eight. That's a stretch. I think they can beat Nevada, beat Michigan, beat Buffalo, who will beat Texas Tech, I think, in the second round if they can pass Bobby Hurley's Arizona State. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think Liberty can upset Mississippi State tomorrow. Cut my brackets, I have that. I think we have Virginia Tech going to the Sweet 16, play Duke, Duke wins. And then Virginia, I think some of my brackets have Virginia winning against Duke, an ACC rematch. So, there's that one. I have another one. Duke wins where Duke Virginia play again. Same Final Four. Just, I've already messed up a couple games. I had, you know, Marquette going to Sweet 16. You, uh, Vermont upsetting Florida State. So, none of that happened. So, pretty depressing day today right now. <laughs> um, but, hey, we gotta do what we gotta do. Another one brackets. I have Tennessee instead of Virginia in that Final Four. And then Tennessee going to the championship against Gonzaga. And Gonzaga winning it. Then I have one where Michigan State wins and one where Tennessee wins. So yeah, Marquette really messed up one of my brackets. I had them in the that Elite Eight. Jesus Christ, Elite Eight. So yeah, that's not good. Going to my ESPN brackets right now. I have one that says you I got snubbed and I have Florida winning it all. That's not that good. I have one that says PC sucks. I've gotten one wrong. Yeah. With Yale. I don't know why I picked Yale. I don't know if I was feeling confident or something like that, but nah. And then I got one wrong in another money bracket I have, which is Belmont. So if I picked Maryland, you know, that's what it is. But I don't have them going any farther, which is pretty good for me. So that's my overlook on the bracketology bracket things. I I think it underrates sleepers Florida right now. I mean Jalen Hudson, they each have a lot of tools, that team. So let's check the score in that game currently. They're playing Nevada right now. 37-28, Florida leads at halftime. So that's what I'm saying. Gonzaga's beating Faye Dickinson, 22-6. Villanova's up 6-0. And something over uh, Kentucky up 28-12 over Abilene Christian. I just rant about something right now. <clears throat> I go on Twitter and check that people are like, oh, such a hard time picking this Villanova-St. Mary's game. Are you kidding me? St. Mary's is way overrated. Way overrated. Villanova should absolutely crush them. The fact 
that St. Mary's is even in the tournament is just lucky. They played a great game against the Gonzaga, and they played their worst game on offense. So, I mean, it just wasn't a, it was an upset. It was just a plain out upset. I mean, Gonzaga won by, I think it was like 48 points against St. Mary's in the regular season. 48, or was it 38? Let me check. Because people said the St. Mary's team was so good. They wouldn't even get a bid if they didn't win the um, West Coast Conference. They wouldn't even got a bid. It's crazy how people talk about St. Mary's being that good. They lost by 48. 48. 40 freaking 8 points. That's a lot of points. They play in the West Coast Conference where you can beat any team as long as it's Gonzaga and San Francisco will give you a fight. Those are the only two teams you have to worry about in that conference. Besides that, trash. All right? No offense, but that's just terrible. St. Mary's is so lucky to be in the tournament. They're in a weak, weak conference, weaker than the A-10. And it's a shame they got two bids. It's a shame. Because I wouldn't even give that bid to St. Mary's. They just won the conference tournament. So that's the only reason why I see them in the... So I think they have no chance for Villanova. I think Villanova's going to blow them out of the water. It's absurd that a team like St. Mary's gets in over a team like UNC Greensboro, TCU, etc. So that's my rant on the St. Mary's, St. Mary's Villanova situation. So, that's the bractology at the end of the season. Let's look ahead to next year. Um, some games that URI has scheduled for next year. Because why not? I mean, why not? <laughs> um, of course, to play home versus PC next year. They play um, at West Virginia, return that game, at Middle Tennessee State, at Brown. Uh, at Florida Gulf Coast, which is um, some good game, especially the West Virginia game. They play home versus Providence. I already said that. Home versus Alabama, which was supposed to be this past year. But they, to play West Virginia at Mohegan Sunday, I move it back. So, And they play home versus Western Kentucky, where they start a home-and-home with. And you have the A-10 tournament in the Barclays Center. And URI is participating in the Jersey Mike's Jamaica Classic with LSU, Utah State, and other teams that have yet to join. That will take place on the weekend before Thanksgiving. Um, so the, the 22nd to the 24th. And now I don't know if there's going to be any campus games for that or not. But we'll see. So that's what the schedule looks like right now. URI average, uh, average third most uh, average attendance. Wait. The third largest average attendance in history at the Ryan Center. So, I mean, I think last year was first. The year before that, I was second. And then this year was third. So, not too bad. So, potential for next year, obviously, is 21 season. And I can easily see that happen with the, you know, players that they have now becoming more mature and leaders. URI returns everyone, but Will Levitin, Ryan Preston, and... Omar Silverio, who is transferring. And they're bringing in three three-stars, a transfer from Georgetown. So, I mean, this team's got a lot to work with. They have a lot of pieces. And I really think that they they go after that Mohamedou Diawara. People are saying Jacob Tobin because he's a guard or combo guard who can play. But I think they have to go after a big man because he's 6'10", 225 at Mass Newton up in Massachusetts. So, I mean, if you can get him signed up for any place in basketball, I mean, they'd have him... Harris, Langevin, 
they'd be stacked because they have three guards. They have Mikai Long, who's a combo guard. Hammond, who's a guard. They have Madding, actually, who's a big man, but he can shoot, so he's kind of a point forward. Not a point forward, but he can, like, a stretch four. And so, yeah. Not not a big, not a big, what was I going to say? Like, we're not losing a lot of people, which is good. Not like last year, which was heartbreaking. We lost, like, all those great players. But nevertheless, that's going to be it for me in this season. I just want to thank all of you, whoever listens to these um, all the way through, for supporting me and this journey that I've been taking on with you guys since the Richmond game, since halfway through the year. So, yeah. You might see an episode in the summer if there's any big news to talk about. And they'll start consistently late October, early November. Remember, com. Get some merch. Um, I have a gray t-shirt and a white t-shirt. So, just go on ballandbleachers.com. Scroll down, find my Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up. And we can maybe able to work something out. And also, follow Rap Sports on Instagram. Again, for... Reports, analysis, predictions. Just a great overall sports account that I follow personally and I have notifications on uh, Instagram whenever they post uh, for stories because, I mean, great sports outlet, uh, great people who run it. I know them personally. Um, it's a great uh, account in general, and so I think I should check that out. But for the last time of this year, Until next time, roadie, roadie, roadie.